Feeling inspired by host Ron and Tyler? This episode of the Movie Buffs podcast is brought to you by the YouTube workout channel Time to Train Fitness. With all things YouTube, it's free. Jump into a bar class, crank out a cycling workout, or pump out a strength session. Everything you need to work out for free at home. Check out the description and subscribe today. You heard the promo about Time to Train Fitness and you're thinking, how do I get some dumbbells? There's really only two products that I recommend when it comes to at-home fitness, and one of those are the Core Home Fitness Adjustable Dumbbells. If you're already following the YouTube workouts, these are the dumbbells that I use, me, Tyler, and you've probably seen me adjust them between the weights super fast. Along with adjusting quickly, they go from five pounds to 50 pounds and feel great in the hands. Head to the link in the description and grab yourself a pair. You have the free workouts on YouTube and will now have the dumbbells to help you reach your fitness goals. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to another instant reaction episode in the Movie Buffs podcast. My name is Tyler and I'm going to be giving you a spoiler free my reaction on Creed 3. To kick this off, I got to say that I was very excited to see this movie. I saw it roughly two nights ago. So I'm recording this on a Monday and we saw it on a Friday. So Sunday, three nights ago. There we go. And I'm a big fan of the content. I actually wanted to see it the week prior. And I looked at different show times to see if I could see it before I left town for a mini vacation. And unfortunately, I couldn't. So I heard about the new content already that was coming out with spinoffs of Creed and that it was being developed with Michael B. Jordan over at Amazon Studios. And when I initially heard that, I was actually very excited even more. I was excited more to see the movie because if I was just a, maybe just an average fan of Creed or Rocky, I'd be like, oh, that must be a sign that it's good. It must be a good movie. If they're going to do spinoffs, if they're going to create more content, that's usually a good sign. And we see on the other side of comic book movies, when things are not popular, when the content isn't good, they don't make more of them. So to hear spinoffs and to hear that Amazon Studios is going to be involved, yeah, okay, that must be a very good sign. And I'm going to start with talking about the director, Michael B. Jordan. He's also the lead actor. That must be a good sign. If you are listening to this and you're wondering about the movie, all the things I just mentioned, that's a good representation of his first directorial debut. This was his first time directing a movie and one like Creed, one that's a part of this Rocky Creed universe. I don't even think it's called that. I'm just making that up right there. It's a great sign. And I think that, uh, and I pause for a second because I, of course, I'm trying to keep it spoiler free, but I will say that I was very impressed with the quality of the movies. When you typically see, in my, and this is my opinion, you can have a different opinion, feelings won't be hurt here, but when you watch somebody's first movie they've ever directed, the pacing is usually the first thing off. It's rushed. It's super quick. And you don't get the scenes that help develop a story, whatever you're they're trying to pull out of it. And the pacing wasn't bad. It wasn't awful. 
And that's an, that's something I'm going to come back to later when I talk about some of my thoughts on the movie. But think about Creed. Think about Rocky. What types of movies are these? There's sports. There's fighting in them. And the fighting scenes were actually pretty solid. That was something I mentioned this in one of our regular episodes of the podcast. This was actually the issue I had with Captain Marvel. That was directed by directors that came from the indie scene. And it was the biggest issue I had with that movie. The end fight scene where I think they're up in space. I'm just trying to recall it right now. It was just meh. It was just there. It it didn't really wow you. And when you see action movies, you want to be blown away. Is that the fault of directors or the time that we're in? Maybe. But you watch them to be entertained. And if you walk away from an action movie thinking, wow, that was just unimpressive, that falls on the director and everybody that's a part of that movie, in my opinion. That's just my opinion again. So impressed with those items with it. The pacing wasn't awful. The fighting was pretty solid. Yes, there were some things that I had issues with, and I'm going to talk about that later. But uh, I'm going to rewind a little bit with Creed, with Rocky. I've always been a big fan of these. One of our avid listeners, Aaron, him and I, we have our own little jokes about home team and the original Rocky movies. My favorite is actually Rocky 2. I have a win Rocky win shirt. That's a cutoff that I made myself. I mean, I turned it into cutoff. And I love that movie in general just for the story of it. Yes, the original is really good. I just prefer the second one. Uh, And I've read about the different Rocky movies. I'm going to try and bring this back to Creed now. That I was happy when I was, that they were making this spinoff Creed. And I mean, Ryan Coogler blew it out of the water with the first Creed and the story and the, I was directed. He, I mean, he can't do anything wrong he, with his movies. They're just amazing. They're, they're, everything about him, the story, how it, the camera moves, everything spot on. So the next two in the Creed series, um, I've just, I've been uh, okay with them. I, I'm a big fan and I want to get all the feels that I get from all the other ones. And I will say right now that I haven't yet. And I feel like some of them have been missed opportunities. Let's now talk about the cast. The same cast that they've had in previous one, Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson. And the big foe of this is Jonathan Majors. If you've seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, he's Kang. You've also probably seen him in the Loki series. He's in a lot of movies right now for good reason. He, I'll say this right now. I think I had it as a, a point later on. He's easily the best actor in any movie that I've seen with him. It's not even close. This cast has got some solid actors, and he always steals. I don't want to say steals. He he's always the actor that you notice the most. His facial features, all the little things that he puts into his roles, his characters. It's just top notch. And I'm going to save the rest of what I'm going to say for later. I want to talk about my favorite character, which is him. But uh, also, and I thought a fun one was Wood Harris. Now, he is the trainer in the Creed movies. He's Duke's son. So if you remember the first Rockies, he's Duke's son. 
He also played Julius Campbell and Remember the Titans. I don't know. I probably have thought about that before. And I don't know why it hit me in the movie, in the middle of this movie. That I remember, oh, that's Julius. That's uh, from Remember the Titans. Strong side. And so cast stacked in terms of uh, cool how they have the original people, but also uh, bringing in all the little things like Wood Harris's character, tying it back to the original Rocky series. Now, my initial thoughts on this. So like, what did I think right when I walked out of the movie? Whenever my wife and I walk out of a movie, it's like our little joke. She asked me, what do you, what do you think about it? And, or actually, I, I think I usually ask her, this is the joke. I ask her and she immediately asked me right after that. And it, then she agrees with what I have to say. But my initial thoughts with this one, as I'm walking out of the theater, and it's a very bland way of saying it, but... I thought it was different, not saying it's bad or good, but it was different than any Rocky or Creed movie. If you listen to this and then you go watch the movie, you'll notice, and if you're a fan of the other ones, you'll notice the shot angles and the camera movements, very different. And I'm going to say very because I noticed right away, and this is probably a director preference, is how close the shots are. I thought that... Whenever there was a wide shot, it was very quick. And those types of shots, in my opinion, as I've joked about in other episodes, I'm a Nolanite. I like Christopher Nolan. He's about very wide shots, getting as much as you can in frame for you to visually see all these different items. The close-up, though, I mean, you could use different ways to with intensity, with what you're trying to build with the character, trying to get viewpoint, all those types of things. I just thought that the camera angles were very up close. You don't really get to see much in their environment. So that's could be a negative or a positive, depending on how you like it. And then the final fight scene, I'm not going to give away this, of course, but it is very different than other Rocky or Creed movies. So again, not saying any of it's bad. It's just different. Let me give you the IMD summary. Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family life, but when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces, the face-off is more than just a fight. And you've seen that in the commercials. They've hinted at it, that they were friends in their past, and you don't really know how it's a connect, going to connect in the story, how all, all of a sudden as a, as a fighter, all those things, they talk about it. And... Uh, my summary of this, based off of that, but also seeing it, basically Adonis is retired. He go, he does his last fight, he retires, and he's forced out of it. And there's elements of Rocky Three. If you think back to Rocky Three, he's fine, fighting uh, Mr. T. And it's the ultimate foe, the foe that can just destroy Rocky. And that's kind of Jonathan Major's character, that he's just he's he's a really good fighter despite some of the things that are in the movie and you might think about that. i'm just thinking about this out loud right now when i think about how things fall into place in the movie you might laugh at how it all happens could that could any of this happen in the boxing world i don't know i don't follow boxing enough to know i don't know i've i know a from my, my past working in a gym i know somebody that has worked primarily with boxers being a trainer and also his wife was a very uh, good boxer 
And I've heard them talk about the politics involved with boxing and how it prevented her from getting big title shots. And I mean, you look at boxing now, the sportscaster that I listen to, he talks about how that's why UFC has grown just with the politics of boxing and how uh, I'm drawing is it Jake Paul and his brother have they have they've taken over? It's not so much about who the best fighter fighting the be, the other best fighter. It's politics. How much money can you get out of it? Because the top fighters don't want to lose. Quick promo break here in this episode. If you've been a fan of our podcast, you've probably already heard me, Tyler, one of your hosts, talk about the Naboso insoles. If you are ever wondering about, oh, what are insoles? How do they help my feet? Are they really useful? I got to tell you that I've been wearing these duo insoles for probably a year and a half now, and I think they're game changers. If you sit at a desk, if you are on your feet, so basically anybody for anybody in the world, they can really help with your health. If you ever have foot pain or if you have any type of issues with your feet, these can be a game changer for you. Hopefully you take my word on it. You head to the link in the description, you buy yourself a pair and you come back and you share it that, oh, I actually bought those insoles and they actually do work. You know, that'd be something that we'd love to hear, love to see, because that means that you're working on your health. That's it for the promo break. Let's get back to the episode. So could the story that unfolds in this happen? I don't know. I'm not going to say what it is. I just thinking about out think about it out loud right now. Uh, it just sounds it, in my head. It just sounds a little off. But uh, my first impressions now, let me talk about first impressions from the trailer. I'll admit it. I was ready to run through a wall and or I was ready just to go work out. Jonathan Majors working out of Muscle Beach. Hell yeah. All about that life. All about the Rocky Creed workout montages. All about that stuff. And I mean, I still get teared up watching in Rocky 2 when Adrian says win Rocky when that's the whole win Rocky win shirt when she when she tells him to win and then uh, it goes into the whole montage and everything and the, the, all the kids running with Rocky in, in Philly, oh, gets me every time. And so seeing Creed workouts, fighting this movie, oh yeah, all about that life. And so I was aimed for it. And so I probably walked into the movie more excited than the average audience, just because I'm a, a, a big fan of it. And that kind of leads now into my favorite character is Jonathan Majors, I mentioned. And I segued that because this was one of my issues in the movie. I felt those are a lot of missed storylines, a lot of missed opportunities, especially with Jonathan Majors' character. I already said he's easily the best actor in this movie. He's easily the most talented. I think he plays the most cerebral villain I've seen in a while. His quirks, how he acts, his presence on screen, it's just top notch. And so you would think, okay, this character he's playing, he's just going to be some some baddie that went to jail and now he's going to get out and he's just going to be this big baddie that, okay, he's just tough. He's just a tough guy, but he's cerebral. Everything he does has a purpose to it. And there's missed opportunities, missed storylines, there we go, in 
his own story and his character development, he could have used a lot more screen time in this movie, in my opinion. Recommendation now. Would you, should you go see it? Would I recommend it? Yeah. If you're a fan of the content, you have to see it. I feel like if you like any of the Rockies, any of the Creeds, yeah, you have to go see it. If you're new to the Creed movies and you're listening to this, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but can you see it without seeing the other ones? Maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like that's such a weird thing to think about. Like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to go see Creed three. I'm not going to see two or the first one or even like any of the Rockies, but, uh, you go ahead, <laughs> give your money to the theaters if you want to. And the last thing I want to throw in this instant reaction is where do I rank it with the Creed movies? Maybe in the future I'll do a rankings of the Creed and Rockies, but with just the Creed movies, I'd put it right in the second. So I already gave my my love away to uh, Ryan Coogler and <laughs> the first Creed because it's just a fantastic movie. Direct, uh, it's directed the shit out of everything in it. it's really good. The acting, boom, knocked out of the park with all uh, the fandom stuff and how they played out all the storylines. I'd put this one in the second slot. For me, Creed 2, it just had too many missed opportunities with Drago and that whole storyline. Just too many missed opportunities. So that's my instant reaction on this. I'd love to hear what you think after you go see it. Come to Instagram, Facebook. Let us know what you think about Creed. If you agree with any of those things, what your favorite, who your favorite character is, what you think about Jonathan Majors, all that kind of stuff. Head to social media, Facebook, Instagram. Drop us a comment. Thank you, of course, for listening to these episodes, these instant reaction episodes. And if you can, leave us a review on your favorite platform. But as always, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next one.